0: please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at bushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give.
1: Church, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. What a great worship time. Mm. So grab your word, uh, Ephesians chapter 6, a series called Fight of Your Life. Um, Boy, when God gave me this and kind of spoke this into me this summer, Melissa and I, we talked about it a lot. You never knew, had no idea. But boy, how timely, how wonderful each principle each week has been. And uh, so I hope you've enjoyed as much as I have. Um, Ephesians chapter six, today, last week, we looked at the loin uh, belt. We we talked about that pretty extensively. um, Last week about the belt of truth. Today, the breastplate. breastplate of righteousness. So I want you to go to Ephesians chapter 6. I always want to begin uh, in verse 10. I want to read 10 through 13, set that up like we do each week, and then we'll jump into 14. Um, so if you have your word, follow with me. If you have a pen or pencil or a highlighter, you're going to need it today. I want to give you some key words in this text. Uh, verse 10, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. Verse 13, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you've done everything, to stand. I'm to look at verse 14. We talked about it last week. This is where we were. It's got two different pieces in it. Stand firm then with the belt of truth around your waist, the loin belt, we talked about it last week, and with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Now, I want you to see something. There are two little words in there that we don't see a lot. I need you to highlight and put a box around or circle or something in place. That is a very, 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 very important thing, okay? It's gotta be in place. It's not enough to know that piece of armor. Listen, I can know that's a baseball glove, but if I don't have it on, it's gonna hurt my hand when I try to catch I can know that's a football helmet, but I better choose to put that dude on because, whoo, it's going to be concussion season if I don't. It's not enough to be able to name the piece, know it, all that kind of stuff. It's got to be in place, okay? What is a breastplate? So the breastplate, let me simply kind of illustrate it for you. It, it is a metal piece of armor it's got to cut out basically for arms and legs. Sometimes it'll have arms, but not the, not the full arm. There, there's another piece that goes here. But, but it kind of goes over your head and falls over this part of your body and the back part of your body. That make sense to you? And so then it straps down to the, the breastplate or the, or, the, or the loin belt, whatever you want to call it. That's why this belt right here is such a key. Okay? It's such a key. So the breastplate goes on. So what does it cover? Underneath the breastplate is the heart, is the lungs, and other organs necessary for life. That's a big word right there. See, in place and in life. Okay? We'll get there in a little bit. I'm setting you up. All right? What is righteousness? Big question. Get this question a lot. You may have wondered this question. Righteousness comes from God alone. Don't don't be confused about any other location for that. Righteousness comes from God alone. Righteousness is to be right in God's eyes. No man can be justified by his own works apart from God's ordinance. Can't, you, can't, you can't achieve it on your own. We'll we'll dive in that in just a little bit. Therefore, righteousness, righteousness is a wonderful gift from God to humanity through His love. It is a God-given quality and put it in the man upon believing and trusting in the Son of God. Simply put, meaning born again. When you are born again, you receive the righteousness of Christ. That, that's very important. Okay, so you see texts like this. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, it says this, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Okay, his kingdom and his righteousness. Matthew 5, 6 says this, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled. So, That leads me to some questions. Here they are Can you be right if you are not in the Lord? Can you do right if you're not in the Lord? Can you be righteous if you're not in the Lord? I know you're wondering, when are you gonna answer these, okay? You're answering them right now, okay? Can you attain and achieve righteousness if you are not in the Lord? Which leads to other scriptures. Look at Isaiah 64, 6. And all of our righteous acts are like filthy rags. Romans 3, 10, very familiar text. There is no one righteous, not even one. No one righteous, not even one. So how is a person made right or how can a person achieve righteousness? Salvation is the only way you can be right in God's eyes. Right in God's eyes is receiving the free gift that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. It is to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the son of God that everyone that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You cannot do right, be right, achieve right Achieve righteousness apart from Christ, because you do not attain it. That's why Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, salvation is what a free gift. It is not of your own, not by good works. So no man can what? Boast. So this, this righteousness comes from God. Apart from God, you can't be right. Listen, you can, you can, you can try to act right. Okay. You, here's what happens to people. They, they come to church and they sit up tall and, 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 they, and they mind and they do the right thing and then they, they go out and, and certain people in church come around and they act a certain way and if certain people are around, they talk a certain way and if they're not around, you talk like you always do and you act like you always do but if they're coming over, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta do this right, let me tell you, how to wear you out. That'll kill the hamster on the wheel and that'll kill you. I'm just telling you. I mean, and what's really scary is when you get a, a surprise pop-in visit that you couldn't perform for and you didn't know was coming. Listen to me. Jesus said, I want you to, to be righteous and you can't achieve righteousness, Jeff, without dying to self and being raised up a new life in Christ. See, I died a self who cannot be right and righteous and Jesus raises me up and clothed me with righteousness so that I can do right. I can. See, he wants us to, to, to be, not to do. That's why we're human beings, not human doings. See, y'all thought that word, you didn't know that word meant that. All along, God wanted you to be and not do. But see, when we're in his presence, we're being in his presence. We're not doing things to earn his presence. See, his presence is free. Did you do anything to get what we're in right now? We we went to the Lord and worship and all of a sudden he fell. You didn't do that. He chose to come. He doesn't have to come. He chose to come. Listen to me. Go back to verse 10. I told you, you're gonna have to really love verse 10. Go back to verse 10 and look what it says right off the bat. Finally, and I said, if you're gonna use the word finally, you better make sure if you use finally, you said something worth finally and before that. So uh, one through five, he says all this stuff. And then in verse 10, he begins, finally, be strong in the Lord. I've said before, you can't be strong with the Lord you got to be strong in the Lord. You can't be righteous with the Lord. You must be righteous in the Lord. You can't achieve righteousness with the Lord. You can only achieve righteousness when you're what? In the Lord. Amen. <laughs> you gotta. That's what you have to do. Because we live in a world where we do stuff, we earn stuff, we get stuff. That totally goes against the gospel. Jesus said, listen to me, I've done it. I just need you to be in it. Because when you're in me, I'll do it through you. Then you can't take glory and pound your chest. You'll make much of me and draw people to him. Listen, if I beat my chest, no one's coming. If Jesus beats his, everybody comes. You've got to understand that the breastplate of righteousness is only going to be able to cover your heart, lungs, and other vital organs for life if you've been born again. You can know that you can know the, you can know that piece of armor. It won't do any good. It's just a piece of armor. Jesus also offers a covering of righteousness that blocks out attacks on our heart, on our lungs, and other living organs. The devil, the enemy, Satan, the punk is always shooting arrows at our hearts, our lungs, and other organs necessary for life. And how do you know that, preacher? Is that your opinion? No, it's not my opinion. It's truth. It's one of the belts of truth. It's John 10.10 when the devil says, here's why I come. I come to shoot shoot errors at your heart, lungs, and other organs. Why? Because my job simply is to kill, to steal, and destroy. And Jesus said, whoa there, buddy. They're mine. Bought with a price under my blood. They're righteous in my eyes. I have come to give them life and give it to them more abundantly so you can go somewhere else. Your Bible doesn't say that. That's what my Bible says about John 10. 10. That's what he says about you. So he never, ever, ever, ever stops shooting arrows. And he never will. He never will. And the closer you get into God, the more you pursue God, he's gonna continue to shoot more. He's gonna be more scheming, more arrows, more things to try to take you out. Okay? That's what he does. That's why the breastplate of righteousness must go over down around your heart lungs and other vital organs for life otherwise if it's not on on a daily perp- daily basis in place, those errors are going to find the mark and they're going to hit and they're going to stick and they're gonna, they're going to do damage they're going to do damage. Revelation 12:10 anybody much makes another accusation the devil does. He says, for the devil is the accuser of the brother. That's what he is. That's why he gets the beautiful name of being a punk, right? He is the accuser of the brother. So I want to look for a little bit, very quickly, at, at four types of arrows now, this is not an inclusive list, but these are lists of, these are errors that he most prominently shoots at people. Number one, he shoots the error at your heart, lungs, and other vital organ of the past. He got an arrow, he pulls the bow back, and he shoots it right at your heart. You know what it's there? It's going to stick and say. Yeah, you can't do that because you used to be this. God can't use you because you did this. Yeah, you did this last week, and I know how dirty you are. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't say that. You can't stand here. You can't live for Jesus. You can't share Christ. They won't listen to you. They know who you are. They know what you used to do. They know you who you used to be. All this stuff about the past, all this stuff about the past, he shoots it at your heart all the time. And if you have not turned the page on your past, if you've not said, "I am not what I used to be," it did not, it is not my identity. My past is not my identity. It is, I did all that. I own all that. I am all that. I used to be that. That's what I did, but that's not who I am today. I'm a born again, child of the King, resurrected just like Jesus was with the same Holy Spirit power that rose Christ from the dead. My old self died, my new self rose again. Well, you've messed up since then. That's okay because 1 John 1, 9 says, he is faithful and just forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So I am covered by the blood. So don't tell me who I am. I know who I am. I know where I'm going and I know who I follow and I'm not my past. My past does not identify me. It does not write the job description for the rest of my life. So, you can remind me of my past if you want to, but I got the breastplate of righteousness on me called the blood of Jesus, and that dart's gonna hit that shield and fall off to the ground because you're not gonna shoot a past one error at me. How many of you on a daily, weekly basis has the enemy shoot, a pair, shoot an error of the past at you? You're just like your dad. You're just like your mom. You're, you're going to be just like them. You're going to be just like your brother. You're going to be just like your uncle. You just—that's who I, I knew that I knew you couldn't do it. I knew you couldn't do it. I knew you couldn't do it because you did this. I mean, constantly, man. Don't let someone who already is a loser tell you <laughs> you can't be a winner. Just telling you. If the father didn't say it about you, let it fall on deaf ears. I'm telling you, the father is the only voice that matters. If you're under his righteousness, stay under his righteousness and don't get out from under it because the error is coming. The enemy is trying to hit your heart, hit your lungs, and hit the vital organs of your life kill you. And if he knows the error that works for you, to cripple you, to shut you down, to stop you, is the past, he's going to keep shooting. He's going to keep shooting. Number two, words of condemnation. Words of condemnation. Romans 8, 1 says this, no condemnation. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus." Key the word there again, in Christ Jesus. Not with Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Go back to Ephesians 6.10. Finally, brothers, be strong in the Lord. Do you think that little word in is important? It's huge because with Jesus, there's condemnation words. In Christ Jesus, there's none. Why? Because when he tries to shoot an arrow of condemnation at you, it hits the breastplate of righteousness and falls off. Why? Because you're righteous because you're in Christ. In Christ. you have. If you're in Christ, you have the breastplate on you. In place. The blood of Jesus covers you. And that arrow has no potential. It can't do it. It can't do it. Listen to me. That's why believers can't walk around like wet pretzels because you're not a wet pretzel, my friend. You're born again, resurrected child of the king, bought with the blood of the lamb and there was a price paid for your soul. You're the the Holy Spirit living inside of you, the same Holy Spirit that resurrected Christ. Christ doesn't walk around like a wet pretzel. You don't walk away like a wet pretzel because your name is what? Not your name, it's his name. Listen to me. There's no words of condemnation Okay, that come from Jesus. Any word of condemnation that you hear over your life did not come from the Savior. It came from the enemy. And you got to reject it. When he shoots that arrow at you and it begins to hit you, it begins to come at you, you just say, mm-mm, no, no. Your breastplate of righteousness deflects any errors of condemnation that the enemy can shoot at you. That's why, my friends, listen to me. It has to be in place. It can't be over here, okay? It's got to be on, on you. It's got to be in place, okay? So when when people say things about you, you say, hmm, okay. Well, that's not what the truth that's buckled around my waist says. That, that's why I told you those nine truths. You go back to what the living written word of God says about you. It's not culture, it's not it's not popular for this day and time. It's not it's not just kind of this little thing. No, it's the word of God. It's the truth that stands forever. If they say this about you, you go back to the nine truths. You go back to the written word. You say, that's not who I am. The word of God tells me who I am. The belt of truth the loin belt is on me, protecting my loins. Okay, the breastplate of righteousness is in place. So that air that you just shot at me, a words of condemnation. I'm sorry, it's not going. That doesn't work here. That doesn't work here. And that's how it works. Simple as that. So words of condemnation, even if you are like me and you say them to yourself, they got they got to hit the same shield. My wife is constantly saying, "Don't say that about yourself." Constantly. Number three, so you got the past, that's an error. You got words of condemnation, that's an error he shoots. Number three, oh, dude, this one right here is his rapid fire. (laughs) Uh, The punk, he's a father of lies. Oh, he's a father of lies. He's the lionest dude I've ever met in my life. Lie, 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 lie. He lies all the time. I mean, he just lies constantly. John eight forty four declares that the devil is a liar. He says he is the father. He announces himself that way. I'm the father of lies. <laughs> why in the world would you let somebody that announces himself as the father of lies speak to you? Why? Do you like being lied to? Then why do you let him lie to you? Belt of truth buckled around your waist. When he lies to you about you, you say, "Uh uh-uh, wrong address, wrong house. That's not who I am. This is who I am. The belt of truth tells me who I am. The error that you shoot at me with that lie, it hits my breastplate of righteousness, not in my own righteousness, but his righteousness, and it falls to the ground. And then, if you want to, just because it feels real good, you just go over there and stick your heel on it and go, just a little break. Just break it. Just put the enemy under your heel and squash his neck. All right? Just just break his neck. You ever, you ever killed a snake and you know he's dead, but you just like, yeah, I want to make sure. And you hear him he breaking bones? That just sounds good, man. I'm just telling you right now. Didn't do it again. Just do it again. That's what he is. He's a snake, he's a punk. He slithers through the grass and he lies, lies, lies to you. Let me ask you a question. How many of us this week, this is past week, listened and entertained and believed lies from the Father of lies about us? He lied to anybody in here this week? Amen. Bunch of if you're honest. You know why? Because when you get up, the sunrise says, child, I love you. That sunrise is for me to meet with you. Well, I'm good today. I'm busy, God. I, whew, you see my schedule? I need you to help me today. I got a busy schedule. Will you bless my day today? No, child, I, I kind of want you to spend You need to spend some time. Listen to me. Just take a minute and spend some time with me. I'm busy, God. Son, listen to me. That's a lie from the enemy right off the bat. Don't begin your day believing a lie from the enemy. I will take care of your day. I who made time will make more time for you so that you can accomplish what you need, but you need to sit with me. You say, well, I didn't know that was a lie. Oh, that's a lie. He can't speak on time, the enemy, because he didn't make time. He is under the same subject of time that we are. God, the creator, made time. Spend time with him because the father of lies is laying in the woods, going to lie to you all day long. And if you don't spend time in the word and in truth and make sure that belt's tight and that breastplate's on, those lies have a chance. Why? Because you're going out there naked. Don't go out there naked because the enemy's going to shoot them arrows. He's going to shoot the arrows. Last one's this the arrow of doubt. Or unbelief. Got the error of past, error of condemnation, words of condemnation, arrows of lies, and the arrows of doubt and unbelief. James 1:6 says this: when he asks, he must believe and not doubt. For that man should not get anything. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. If the whole time you're praying, he can, but you believe in your heart he can't, stop praying. You better fix fix that first. Don't doubt him. You say, well, I'm not doubting him with my mouth. I know he knows your heart. He don't listen to your mouth. Mark 9, 24 says this. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. I said that. I said, help me overcome my unbelief. And Jesus said, nah, I'm not going to help you overcome it. I'm going to heal it. So you'll never have unbelief again, my friend. Come on. Teach them the fish and they'll never go hungry. Hand them a fish and I want you to hand them another one. The arrow of doubt and unbelief. He'll shoot it. He's shooting it. He might have shot it this week. You're going through something right now, it's hard. You're going through something, you don't see God. You know you heard from God, but he hadn't showed up yet. He's lagging according to your time. You're starting to doubt, don't doubt. You're starting to have some unbelief, don't have unbelief. That's not it from God, that's not. That's an arrow that he's shooting at your heart because he knows it has a chance but you've gotta make sure that breastplate of righteousness is in place. Why? Because it's gotta protect your heart, your lungs, and other vital organs for life. Because if doubt hits and sticks, mm, you're in trouble. If unbelief sticks, hits and sticks, you're in trouble. You gotta put it on. So what's the devil, the enemy, trying to accomplish? I'm glad you asked. He's trying to stop breathing. Your lungs make you breathe. He said in Psalm 150, verse 6, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Why in the world do you think he's trying to shoot an arrow that puncture your lung so you don't worship Come on, church. Somebody might think, get this. Don't you check out too quick on me. I'm telling you right now, you go through something, and you know what you're going through, and it doesn't make any sense right now to worship, but you know this. I got air in my lungs. I got to worship. And I'm going to tell you, worship will give you breakthrough. Worship will set you free. Worship will, cloud. I mean, it'll bring clarity to cloudy. It'll absolutely turn on the voice of God sometimes in your life when it hadn't been on in years. But I'm going to tell you something. If you let past words of condemnation and all that other junk, lies and unbelief and doubt, those errors puncture your lungs, listen to me, you're going to worship like this or like this. Wow, that's all you got. I, I came in church, that's That's it. I'm going to go home and watch football. Really? <laughs> Sound like you already got an error in your lung. You might need to go to the doctor and have some surgery, and I recommend a doctor named Jesus. Something's wrong, man. He gave us lungs. You think he gave you lungs to breathe? <laughs> yeah, whatever. He gave you lungs to worship. And if you let an error of the past or words of condemnation that the enemy shoots at you, puncture your lung, what's he trying to do? Kill you? Yeah. But you know what he's going to kill first? Your worship. He's going to kill your worship. Because if he can kill your worship, guess what's next? You. I'm just telling you. Been in my own life. When you stop worshiping, you're liable to do anything. You say, I would never do that, Pastor. <laughs> you cut off worship and see. You'll be drinking from a fountain. You don't even know the name of the fountain. He's trying to stop you breathing. He's trying to stop your life. That's why he's shooting at the heart and lungs. He's trying to kill you. So how, in closing, how do I overcome this? Well, number one, you better have the plate of righteousness in place, number one. Your breastplate of righteousness better be in place. But I want you to listen real quickly. I read Romans, I mean, I read Revelation 12, 10. Listen to Revelation 12, 11. Here's how I overcome. They, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of the testimony. How do you overcome those errors? By the blood of the Lamb. What they put over the doorpost? Blood. What did death angel do? Passed on by. You want the errors to come flying at you and go, yeah. You know what they run into? They didn't run into you. I know you think you're pretty bronzy and everything, but that's not you. You know what bent that error wrong way? Missed you? The blood. There's power in the blood, amen. We sing a hymn that way. If there's power in the blood, there's power in the blood. You better make sure you got the blood over you. Because the blood, my friend, the blood signifies what? You're under him. You're covered. You're covered in what? Righteousness. The breastplate's on me, protecting my heart, my lungs, and vital organs for life. I know the enemy's going to shoot. He said he was going to shoot. He declared he's going to shoot. He he, he is going to shoot. He's going to shoot the past at me. He's going to shoot words of condemnation at me. He's going to shoot lies at me. He's going to shoot doubt at me and unbelief at me. And if I've got my breastplate on, and if I'm covered in righteousness of the Lamb, lamb, then guess what those arrows are going to do. They may come at me, but they're going to hit and fall. And then you just step on them. You you put them all under your feet, and you let that motivate you to be more and more what God has you to be. They overcame my what? Blood of the Lamb. And the word of the what? Testimony. Word of the Testimony. Breastplate of righteousness has to be in place. Two things this morning. Number one, are you in the Lord? Because listen to me, I know I'm I'm bounding on this, but here's the deal: don't try to do something you're not capable of doing. See, he this is his armor; he wants to put on his kids if. You don't have the armor and you're not the kid. How's it going to work? How's it going to work? You've got to be in Christ first to have the armor. If you're in Christ, then let the armor be put on daily. The belt of truth, you know who you are. And the, belt, the, the, the breastplate of righteousness that covers the heart, lungs, and vital organs. Why? Because, oh, boy, he's shooting. He's shooting. I'm going to invite you to stay in church. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Have you been washed? And by what? The testimonies. The testimony that the breastplate of righteousness covers my heart, lungs, and vital organs because the enemy's shooting at me. This morning, wherever you are in the worship center, wherever you are, he said, Pastor Boy, he's been shooting at me. He's shooting at my lungs because he's trying to kill my worship. I haven't been worshiping like I should. Hey, you got to keep worshiping. You got to keep worshiping. Let me pray for us. Father, we love you. God, you've gathered us in your presence. We've come into your presence through worship. Your spirit spoke then and is speaking now through your word. God, we are in the fight of our lives. God, we... We need a breastplate of righteousness over our heart, lungs, and other vital organs more than ever before. And God, I pray in the name of Jesus, for anyone who is not in you, God, that they would come unto you today, be born again and saved. God, I pray that we put on that breastplate of righteousness so we can defend off those arrows that you're shooting. So God, by your Holy Spirit's power, you move us now. To do what we need to do according to what you have said to us. And be glorified now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Let's worship.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the Church at Bushland and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.